Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's Friday. I can't believe what we've been through this week. Together, started out in Arkansas, went to L.A., Ended up back in St. Louis. Oh my gosh, so much can happen in five podcasts. So much to talk about. Um, I'm going to have a visit with uh, my best bud, Andrew Collin, uh, in the second half of this show right now. Um, and we already had that conversation. It was really fun. Look forward to you hearing it, catching up with him, giving him a lot of shit. Can't help it. I really did go easier on him than I wanted to. But the more I realize my grievances with other people especially Andrew Collin, um, I realize it's just about me, you know? It's my own stuff, and it's my own insecurities. And honestly, just run through any kind of problems you have with other people recently, and it's pretty much a direct reflection on how you feel about yourself. It just always checks out every single time you don't like something that someone else is doing. Like, you'll you'll hear me talk about it, but... Him posting about like working out and feeling good, like it annoys me that he feels good because I am jealous and I want to feel good. Maybe that's it. I don't really know. I do feel really good today. Um, first of all, just some cool. I need to tell you a story about my my um, traveling experience to LA, and I'm going to save that for next week. So I don't want you to think that I forgot that I was going to share that with you. It is coming. A couple more things. I really appreciate um, you all sending me the photographs of your hair falling out god I love you every single one of you that have sent me a picture of a your hair on the shower wall makes me feel freaking great I keep thinking now I've changed my perspective about my hair falling out is that every hair that falls out like bye didn't need you anyway <laughs> like didn't want you you were actually like an ugly piece of hair that was contributing nothing to my head so I've kind of changed my perspective in that way. Also, um, I think I'm becoming friends with Paris Hilton. I don't want to like, um, you know, put the cart before the carriage, put the horse before the carts. But she um, left me a DM voice memo that was really, really nice. And then I wrote back to hers or I, I memoed back to her and then she memoed back to me. So there is a conversation going there has not been a phone number exchanged we will get there but I just have to say like she is the nicest like I've never received a message from someone regarding an interview or any kind of thing that we did that it was that effusive and that um you just wouldn't believe it from her and I would because I know since watching her documentary and because I'm a huge fan I just know the kind of person she is but it just was like she's like she's one of us she's just really 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 sweet and it was like I wish I could play it for you guys it would blow your mind the sweet thing she she said she's a fan of your girl Nikki it really feels nice um and she's fucking funny anyway so that was fun also being back home is slightly annoying I just you know not only taped a podcast with Andrew that my dad interrupted by going and working on a printer um but the printer has been causing so much fucking stress today 
multiple times because the printer it's just a you'll hear about it more later but it's just a huge issue this goddamn printer i hate printers i used to have a joke that i was i was dating a guy because um like we weren't right for each other and I was no longer attracted to him, but I just loved his family so much. And he had such a great printer. And, um, it's true. Like having a friend with a printer that always works or like knowing someone, it's just like, it's so nice. I've never been of someone who has a printer that works anyway. I so fucking fuck printers, dude. Today it's caused me, I'm just like, really? We're having this much stress in this house because of a goddamn printer. Is this worth it? Are we going to be on our deathbeds being like, mad at printers still no we're gonna forget about it so let's just forget about it right now who cares um with that being said i had to tell something else to you guys too god damn it oh taylor swift's album is coming out tonight i'm so freaking excited the track list has already come out and someone wrote to me like pick your faves and i'm like is this like a horse race like you and it, you know what that kind of is because there's no way to know what these songs are going to be there's just the 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 names of the songs the first one is called The One with the number one. Then there's Cardigan, The Last Great American Dynasty, Exile, featuring Bon Iver. My Tears Ricochet is one. Mirrorball is another. Let me, do you guys just want to hear what I think one, some of these songs are going to be? Here we go. This is um, Seven. Seven days in August, I forgot about you now. Running through the city, something's in a crowd. Seven days, seven days, seven glorious, lovely days. Something like that. <laughs> okay, that'll be the titles. That's the seven. Okay. Um, the song. Then there's a song called um, Cardigan. Oh wait, that the 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 lyrics to that have already come out, and I'm kind of obsessed with them. Can I read them to you? Wait, one more song that I'm gonna guess one. The one. The one, wait, it's already starting like the last one. It's just, this is just a chorus. I always thought you were the one. Well, something about the one. Dun, 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 the one. But you're not the only one. Dun, 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 the one. Okay, those are my guesses. <laughs> I seriously love her album, um, the back of the album, which lists all the, the songs. I posted it on my Instagram, but she has like a, she like parted her hair in the back and put it into like two messy bun braids. And you can tell she did it herself. And her hair kind of looks like mine from the back. It just makes me feel so good. She just doesn't look like she's been styled within an inch of her life on this album. It's just like really back to her roots. And she has roots too, from what I can tell. But it's all in black and white. It's like sepia. She's so cool. I'm so excited for this freaking album. I can't even stand it. Although there is a huge part of me that's just like, I can't believe this bitch made another album. I mean, I remember Lover was released less than a year ago, and now she's written 16 new songs, plus one bonus track called The Lakes. The lakes were wide and narrow. Wait, they can't be both wide and narrow. Okay, that was a failed song. But I'm so excited about all these songs. I think I'm going to watch it tonight live on my Instagram and like stream it. A listening party of sorts um so i'm so excited but yeah the lyrics to the cardigan they're insane hold on let me read them but i knew you playing hide and seek and giving me your weekends i knew you your heartbeat on the high line once in 20 lifetimes and when i felt like i was an old cardigan under someone's bed you put me on and said i was your favorite okay so this song is about a guy that's like just giving her the weekend 
She said, I knew you, your heartbeat on the High Line. Okay, the High Line is capitalized because it's about the High Line in New York City, which I literally live next to. So that is thrilling that she's singing about something that I was lived a block away from for many years of my life. Once in 20 lifetimes, and when I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed, you put me on and said I was your favorite. That feels good because I often feel like an old cardigan. I love that line because sometimes I feel like, oh my God, there's so many like girls that are glossy and new and young and beautiful and thin and wet and tan and perfect hair. And I'm just like an old, I'm just getting older and less attractive and fugglier by the second and my value is diminishing. But guess what? Sometimes you like a fucking old cardigan way better than like a new thing at like new things sometimes don't feel that good when you put them on so I really like that she is selling an old cardigan she's selling like what looks like old cardigans in her merch store I did not buy the cardigan even though I was tempted to get it but I'm it's just too it's too young for me um and it only cost $49 so I was like there's no way it's like good quality a $49 like sweater cardigan so I bought a $30 t-shirt I feel like that's a I'm going to get enough bang for my buck there. But um, I'm already very much invested in this album. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to tell you on Monday what my favorite songs are. I hope you guys listen to it at midnight. And next up is a conversation with Andrew Collin. I hope you, have, you guys have a good weekend. Um, enjoy enjoy my convo with uh, old Puddles, Andrew. And go check out our episode of Puddles, which is out right now, that we taped while he was at my parents' house. Um, it's the latest episode of his podcast, Puddles. Check it out. And he also does uh, speed dating every Monday and Wednesday. I don't know when I'm going to speed date again. I really don't know. It was deeply uncomfortable to do. And um, I don't know that I'm open to finding someone. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't think old glazed dog's ready for a relationship. I don't really want one. My life's kind of great right now. When I do meet someone who's going to be awesome enough to fill it up, bring them on in but I, I i don't think that i'm gonna seek that out right now but that's just for now that's where i'm at right now today um all right talk to you in a bit how are you doing i mean you, have you talked about your kennel experience yet yeah i've talked about it a lot on oh, here. i'm doing okay. pretty good um it's it's kind of wild being back at home and like just does it feel like a dream kind of Kind of, yeah. It was like so not like in, in like a cheesy version, but just like did that really ha- like because it was yes. so intense for right? like one day, and then I flew out the next day. Yeah, it definitely does, and it's just been like stressful here today. Like the printer, I can't believe how much fucking anxiety a printer can cause an entire family. So wait, what's going on with the printer? Who's getting? Because my things- parents are trying to print up paperwork that they got paid for their appearance on Kimmel. They each got $1,100 to appear on Kimmel, which is like, could be, you would think that's a million dollars. They were so excited about the money that they were getting. And now it's just like, my dad's getting frustrated with it. And it's just caused so much anxiety for no, for no. And it's like, it was, everything's fine. No one fucking died. Everything in this house is like someone, I unplugged the printer and my dad was just like, why would you like, it's just explosive that I I was like, I was trying to plug in a keyboard so I could play a simple song. And like (laughs) you, that's what you want me to do is play music. It's just, everything is uh, just a huge issue. So maybe what they have to print out, like they have to fill out a form to get the money. Yes. Yes, to make they have to. Fill so why don't out, like, they just do it online? They can't do it uh, like no. A for PDF. some reason, they have to like print it and fa- and fax it or scan it back. I don't understand it, but they're... that's so funny to me that like the tops like night show, you still, still have to fax and it's just 
I mean, that's I know. I, I don't understand why there are still certain things that you can sign online, like tax forms, and there are other things that you need to print and scan. And it, and what does it matter? Or electronically signed versus signing with a pen. And it's like, even finding a pen in this house is stressful. I've been looking at like apartments and houses, but <laughs> yeah, I just like... I want to wait because if I sell this reality show, like I want that to be a part of the reality show is like looking for houses. I think that could be really fun. So I'm just like waiting for this fucking reality show to either go or not go. And then I can actually make my next move. But I do think I'm going to get a car because I just need now that I don't have a Mercedes Benz anymore. Um, I don't even know what I want. I just being at Whitney Cummings, house, I got to get my life together. I am like, I need my own space. I need like, I need to shoot. And then watching Paris Hilton's documentary and her goal is to have a billion dollars. And she has like this beautiful house. Like I want to work towards having a fucking mansion. <laughs> I know that <laughs> it's meaningless. I want to work towards having a mansion that I lose in one of the fires that is uh, upcoming in, in LA. I just love picturing you in a mansion, like, um, in, uh, no, um, what is that movie? Uh, I don't know. No Country for Old Men? No. I haven't seen it. No, there will be blood. I haven't seen it, but yeah, uh, those two movies, I get it. There will be blood. Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, he's he worked his whole life to and he made a ton of money, and then he's just alone in the biggest mansion, just yeah. sad, sitting in the dark. I would be that. Cause I don't need that, but going to Whitney's, I was just like, wow, if my mom walked in here and like, I think that I just want really nice things so that I can like show them to my parents and be like, I'm rich and I've made it like, and that's like the ultimate goal is just to have really expensive, nice things and be like, I don't even care. It's expensive. And I don't care because my parents are so like tight with money that like any, like I gave my mom a gift from Jimmy Kimmel's show that they gave me. It was a $200 purse. And you would have thought I gave my mom like a hundred thousand dollars. And I love that though. Don't you kind of love that in a way, but she just loves it because it's expensive. Like my sister and I joke that we could put like a made well tag on like a rag, a rat, a urine soaked rag. And my mom would be like, Ooh, it's made well. And she would be like, she would look it up online and be like, it's $80. Like, it's just like, I don't really care about luxury stuff. I know when things cost a lot, it's like, ooh, it's nice or whatever. But like, I do think a lot of things that just cost more because they just, because of labels and stuff. And I don't care about that, but I care about my mom thinking I've made it. And that's kind of what it looks like to me is like having luxury things and being like, I don't even care. It's just like, that's how I do it. And I just kind of lost a lot of that moving back home. I used to like, that's why I got a luxury apartment so I could send my mom a fucking screen like uh the the listing and go look at look look at what i got mom look what i'm where i'm living um that's why i get like nice like i got styled when i was in la and i got all these new clothes and i just brought them home to show my mom and i'm not even wearing them like it's just to be like yeah i bought 200 shorts can you believe that i don't even care about spending 200 on shorts that's how much money i have I wonder, it's not, where does that drive come like why do you need to impress know. them um because what are you trying to prove I resent today? I resent having to like skimp on everything and it's not like I don't even like expensive things I don't like $200 shorts I'm not even going to wear them but I just like to kind of rub it in their face that I, that stuff doesn't <laughs> deals don't matter to me and that's not and and money doesn't matter to me even though it sounds like by showing that you do have money yes Yes, exactly. By, <laughs> by spending money frivolously, it shows you that money doesn't matter. And that is, I think that's essentially what I'm trying to prove. It's, yeah, you should just get a house and put in like 40 printers and don't hook any of them up. 
I'm going to buy a Kinko's <laughs> franchise and, and just <laughs> and unplug everything. It, just own it. Yeah. And just get spray tans in the back. Uh, I just, I, uh, um, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird, I've I used to be like that. My, I think my brother being so successful, I remember my brother said something to my dad, like, I'm going to retire by 40 or something. And my dad really took offense to it because he was, he was looking, he thought my brother's values were in the wrong place. That huh. the idea of being able to retire because you make so much money rather than like the process and, and like really loving what you do or like make feeling fulfilled. God, I think everyone and, would wish for their kid to retire that early. Like, isn't retirement like the greatest thing ever? Isn't working? I mean, it's great, but isn't not working truly the best? It's, I don't know. Retirement's only great if you have insane amount of money. I feel like. And hobbies and passions and a full life. Uh, that is. I mean, my dad retired. He tried to do stocks instead of being a doctor, and that lasted a year. You yeah. know. I but mean, he tried. He did something else. Your dad's a workaholic, clearly. He is. He yeah. is. Now he has this new house on ten acres, and uh, I'm like, "You're not a farmer. You're a Jew from Queens. Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "We're looking at different animals." I was like what i was like you didn't even feed the dog like what are, you're, <laughs> you're gonna buy 30 horses like stop oh my it god it's yeah. so funny um but yeah i mean but you know my brother didn't retire he's 42 he could but you know he's that's nice to hear but no one ever stops no one ever retires it's never enough money you can have so many millions of dollars of which you will never spend in your lifetime and people keep going like Paris Hilton in her documentary is like, I just want to be able to be okay. Like I want enough money to ensure that I'll be okay no matter what. And it's like, well, you have $300 million. There's no reason that you would not be okay under any, there's no circumstance in which you're not okay. Just none. If you're not okay, no one's okay. Like the world yeah. is ending. Yeah. So, um, but she, yet she keeps going. So that's not the reason. I mean, that's not the reason anyone keeps working in the pursuit of more wealth. It's just, it's such well, a- Well, you compare yourself. She has 300 million, but Kim Kardashian has a billion. So there's yeah. the, that's, you find three other people that are better than you and you, and you go against them. I mean, we do right. it in stand up. you do it in anything you do. And it's not about the money at that point, but it's just funny to think of someone being like, well, you know, we were- it was tough, you know, getting nice food when we were kids. So now $300 million isn't enough for me. I yes. just think, I just think you, for, you don't realize how much money you have. I think you really don't realize like how far you, your dollar, you don't have to do anything. Like, right. But I don't yeah, know. It's that I had to have a call with my guy um, yesterday and, and was like, am I broke? Am I going to survive until February if I don't have work? And he's just like, are you, uh, he pretty much was like, you're fine. Like, it was really nice to hear. And I know that I'm, this is just like no one here who, who's struggling to make money wants to hear any of this. But um, I just never want to look at it. I never want to look at money. I never want to know the exact numbers. I'm just like, so I always am in this like flight fight or flight but i'm always in like flight of like or actually fight more <laughs> both fight and flight i want to just like i'm just worried and freeze and freeze yeah um but 
the, if the world ends, I'm not going to like survive. Like I'm not going to be able to, I'm not bunker rich. I'm not like secret uh, underground lair. Um, yeah. But that at that point, does money even matter? Like yeah. you're going to, Oh, it's going to be everything. Oh, because you could pay for like guards and guns. Well, you can pay for a bunker. You can pay for to afford to get inside the the big bubble tanks that they're building that are going to. I don't want to live in a, if if I can't go outside and the work just kill me. Yeah. Who okay. To, what do you want to live underground by, your, by yourself? What are you going to do? Are you going to? You gonna... No, I don't know. I mean, there's just no matter what the circumstances, there's just an urge as a human to want to survive and keep living. Yeah. Nah, not for I you. mean, and that's funny that I even say that because I, I'm sure that when the day comes, I'll be like, "Can I please stay in your bunker, Nikki?" Yeah, just, yeah, I think I'll it's, clean it. Um, what about um? What what's your? I I'm reluctant to even ask because I've had to like almost block you because you've been posting about some fucking workout challenge you're doing. I know. You're like every day, you're, it's a 30 day challenge. I just want to say that no one's ever done a challenge if you're not involved in someone's challenge and you po- someone posts about it <laughs> no one's ever been inspired by that no, unless you're with the person not once not one challenge has ever made anyone feel good about themselves who's not involved in the challenge i just want to say that and there is no exception to it <laughs> so honestly you're alienating all the you know who I feels know, good you know who, who feels good your challenge three, you know who feels other, good three people i feel good Okay, then don't post about it. Just like we're fine. We don't then be good with yourself. You don't need to show your whey proteins and your supplements. Like, what is this compulsion to brag about working out? I just can't understand it. It motivates me. I don't know. It motivates me. I know it's like vain. I know all these things. Yeah. I know it's vain. I know it's self uh it's narcissistic. I know it's self-serving. But if that gets me to work out. Then, then that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's fine for right now. Like, here's the thing. I don't see, I never heard you get upset when Bert Kreischer was trying to lose weight or like, Oh no. Yes, I do. I don't, I don't, I can't watch any of that shit. I don't like seeing him on a treadmill him, <laughs> like, because it's all so, um, and much like the, how I feel about yours and any diet or challenge, you're starving yourself or you're pushing yourself too hard and you're going to get fat again and you're going to be a piece of shit again. And I'm going to see the down, like on the opposite not, of this, though. like I'm not, I'm really not, not every this time. single time. I promise. And- I'll say right here. I'm going on record. I'm only getting better. I would bet my, I will literally kill myself. <laughs> if you, if you keep this up for, um, 10 months, Wait, work out every day or no? Just... Like yeah, yeah. F- not get not gain back fifteen pounds that you lost maybe during this. Okay. You will gain it back a hundred percent within a year. A hundred percent. So you'll kill yourself. Yeah. And then what do I get if I if I, uh, I killed myself and you don't have to deal with this anymore? Do I get my, am I in your will? Um, you can have. I've got like, well, you can have your puddle sweatshirt back. You can, I have some shoes that would fit you and, uh, and probably some large shirts. If you do keep the weight off, I do get the, I get, here's the thing. When you eliminate stand up and traveling, it's Mm -hmm. so easy to work out and stay healthy. If you're just in one place, it really is. You have no excuse. Right. if If that's the case, I have no kids. I have nothing else to do all day. I do my right. podcast. I should fucking work out and eat better. Yeah. Like, like it's not, and I'm just having fun with it. It's not like, I'm, um, I don't think I'm obsessive about it. 
Oh, that's good. I just, I, I just, when I do day eight, I'm dancing to like Soldier Boy, you know? Right. And there are people that are writing me saying they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and Ari's doing it. Most importantly, I'm competing with, me and Ari are having a hot body contest. Okay, on, that's fun. On day 30. So we're okay. going to oil up, we're going to tan up, we're going to shave up, and we're going to, and Ari, Ari does, and it'd be great if maybe you posted it because it would be an unbiased thing. And he doesn't want our heads on it. He wants no head so people can't. Okay. All right. I'm excited <laughs> about this. And you could take it down like the next day, you know? That's exciting. Well, that's kind of, that kind of makes it fun. I haven't seen that element to it. <laughs> but I do not want to see anyone's just challenges or their protein powders like it's just just keep it to yourself because everyone you should just do these things for yourself like I work out I've worked out so much in my life and I don't brag about it at all if I have ever posted that I've done a run it's because we're fucking around together or like I see something on a run like it's never like just did a run I feel amazing it's just like so lame you're just better than that but I know you're doing it in a funny way yeah, I just, yeah, I, I don't see it as, uh, I don't really, I used, to, I used to get that same feeling. If I would watch, like, a motivational speaker, I'd be like, go oh, fuck, fuck you, what the fuck? And I would get that, like, internal, like, rage of, like, who are you fooling, you know? But then I've started to watch the motivational things, and I know it's whatever it is, but I'm like, maybe I'll take that in and let it push me. A little bit. Why not? Like, there's smarter people than me that don't look at it ironically and that take it in and it motivates them. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm, like, all, I'm all about, like, motivational speeches and um, self-help and, and things that inspire me and quotes and different people's speeches. But never watching someone do push-ups and, like, <laughs> a fast-forwarded workout has ever made me like, God, that makes me feel great about myself. Not one time. I've I've seen some. I, I, but if it makes if, you, if you feel my, good about yourself, yeah. I do see the I do see the the benefit of it. So I stand corrected and keep doing what you're doing if it makes you feel good. Yeah. How long I'm, do you plan on staying in New York? Um, I don't know. I mean, it all depends on that pilot thing. Okay, so I know you keep talking about that pilot, but TV's not getting made, Andrew. I just I don't think you understand how many things almost how many things don't okay okay well you asked how long i was going to be in new york that's a possibility i don't know what the percentages are listen okay you're right i've been talking about my pilot like it's going to go to or like the reality (laughs) show like that's going to go to although i i think that it actually could but you watch okay yes i understand so unless your show goes it actually could do you hear how freaking what like Oh, like you're like a, a queen and I'm just like some little bitch. No, I don't think that. I was saying it, obviously I was saying it um, sarcastically. But... No, there was no sarcasm. Yes, it was. Of course there was. But it, mine could actually go. But yours, no, yours looks, yours sounds good too. Look, I'm, I'm in so both bad. of them. You didn't do a pilot. You did a pilot presentation, but I don't want to take that from you. No, it's a pilot. You didn't do a pilot. It's a pilot. No, you didn't. Yeah, it is. Who paid for it? Denzel, Washington. Who paid for it? Uh, the production company. Okay, so that's pilot presentation. That's not a pilot. Networks pay for pilots. And um, Exactly. Uh, okay. The network a actually pilot off- from A Southwest net- pilot invested? The network offered the pay, and they denied it because they didn't want to give them 
um, all the rights or whatever. Oh, right. Okay. So it, it could have been a pilot, but it's not. It is a pilot. It's going to take two weeks to edit it and shoot the whole 30 minute pilot, put it together and then present I'm excited it. to see it. I mean, I'm, I know it's going to be great. <laughs> I don't but know. Great what? things don't go. That's, I'm not saying that it's not good by saying it's not going to go. I'm just saying. So either I'm staying in New York, I'm going to Hamptons in August. Nice. Um, and I'll either stay in New York, move to Nashville, or move to St. Louis or LA, I guess. How's it being in New York? What's it like right now? It's fine. It doesn't feel weird. I mean, what are you doing during the day? <laughs> taking pictures of my dick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> are you going to hook up with anyone? What's happening there? Uh, girl's coming over on Saturday, but it's going to be a rooftop date. And then maybe I'll have sex with her on the roof. I don't know. Is I this mean, the friend? Is this the girl from before? No, it's a different girl. Okay, nice. So, have, you speed, have you speed dated with this girl? No. Oh, just a DM chick? Yeah, but I have to Do be I know kind. it? Do I no. know who this is? Maybe. You would know what she looks like, but I, won't, I don't want to say it on here. That's weird. Why would I know what she looks like? <laughs> you feel what like does that mean? clues. She wouldn't you would know what she looks like. So I maybe she's a model that I've seen on things. Or she, I'm not gonna tell you when you guess it. You would know what she looks like. What could that fucking mean? Okay. She's red, she's white, and she's no. I was trying the to Statue think of, of Liberty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'll find out about how that goes. Have a good weekend. All right, this was fun. Thanks this for having fun. me. This was fun. Yeah, um, thanks for being here. And uh, yeah, well, we'll just, you know, when we both have pilots, you know, and shows, it'll be great, you know? Yeah, I, I believe it for us. Just, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I, that's the thing I think that having any kind of plan is just naive. That's why I just every day I try to get my, my, my 30 day challenge in, you know? <laughs> in one day. <laughs> You're only living 30 days. And by time. the way, if you think I'm addicted, Ari is a psychopath. Is he posting a lot about it? I don't really mm, no, watch his posts. Exactly. No, yes. no but he posts himself naked. He's posted him his body plenty. He has? Yes. Uh, you just see when I do it because it, it, it hits you differently. It really does. I don't know why. It, I, because I feel like there's some sort of like thirst to it. and I think There is. Lame. There is. Yeah. That's the uh, lame part I don't like. <laughs> I want better for my friends than to be. We're all thirsty, dude. Thirsty. We're all thirsty in different ways. Did you see Martha Stewart's thirst trap? No. What is she doing? She literally is 78 and she's in a pool and she's making like the sexiest face I've ever seen it. Like really was inspiring. She was oh, really that's hot. inspiring. Yeah. To be 78 and putting I'm it 40. out there like that. She didn't have any bulges coming out of anywhere. We didn't have to look at her like labia. I had to see your d dick shape. I don't want to see that of you. It's just okay. like, it's just too much. Turns you on too much? No, I honestly hate seeing dicks, like dick bulges. I really hate them all. I don't think I've ever been like, ooh, like even like, you know, in pictures of John Hamm where you can see his dick, I'm just like, wow. But I'm not like, huh, yeah, like I, and my mouth's not watering. I don't think women like think. What if you way. saw John F. Kennedy Jr.'s dick? There is yeah. Okay. Take it back. Yes. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Go. I think I would still be grossed out. I don't want to see your dick until I'm ready. I don't want to see the outline. I don't want to see any kind of bulge. I don't want to see. I don't want to know the heft of it at all. <laughs> 
And I don't think I'm alone. I don't think girls like dick bulges. Okay, have them right in. Yeah, let me know, girls. Yeah. If you're turned on by a dick bulge. And guys, are you turned off by labia? um, No, guys are such pervs. You love seeing, like, the outline of a vagina of a girl that uh, is hot. It, it just, yeah. I mean, I don't want a guy to be like a Ken doll down there and have nothing. I want, but I don't like to see like the crevices of your penis and like the, the different, like just veins. Yeah, I don't want to see a vein through your <laughs> tidy whities It's so gross. I'm like my mom. I sound like my mom right now. Disgusting. I remember I was young. I got in such trouble because I there was a figure skating dude. This this is probably where my aversion comes from. From but there was a guy figure skating on TV, and I was like probably in fourth or fifth grade, and I was like, "You can see his dick," and my mom was like, "Who taught you to talk that way?" She was so mad at me, and I will net. I think that was maybe one of my earliest memories of my mom yelling at me um, for seeing a dick bulge. So that's probably why I hate them. My next I can't wait to I'm show my mom. I'm gonna, I'm gonna record my mom's reaction to your to your dick bulge and and show you. Are you you're you're not speed dating tonight, are you? Or tomorrow? No, not till Monday. Okay. Are you? Well, check it out. No, not anytime soon. I. It made me too available to people, and um, men just think that they are, are like dating me now. That have t- done mm-hmm. a couple dates with me on there, yeah. or one date with me, and now they think we're like. <laughs> DMing every night and it's like no 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 this is that's not what that was that's why I hate dating you go on one date and you get you have to then have a text conversation with this person that lasts forever until you tell them you're not into them and then you're the asshole for that's why people ghost yes because yeah and that's why I never want to go on dates because I don't like ghosting and I also don't like telling guys that I'm not into them and doing the whole like I don't want to date right now even though it's like then why did I go on a date with you (laughs) I think and I, I have the same problem. I have to get on the call with my therapist oh. right now. I have to go. Oh, well, I have the same problem. And I just Final feel thought. like, I feel like if don't worry about their feelings that they're going to react the same way as you. If you tell them like, Hey, I had fun, but I'm not into it romantically. They're, they're grown ups. They can handle it. I'm so scared though. They're, they're going to be like, well, you were ugly anyway. And I didn't like you. That's my biggest fear. I know no one does that, but I'm scared. They're even going to think it. And I could feel it through their DM. <laughs> Like you look like JK Rowling anyway. And I don't, I don't like you. <laughs> you can feel it through the bulge. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, th- uh, thanks for talking to us. Have a good weekend and say it with me now. Squirt, squirt. Yeah. This has been a comedy central podcast. Ow.